about the best of life in Harrogate. This is the Your Harrogate Podcast. And a very happy middle of the week to you too, or have you hit the Wednesday wall? You should be with us on the radio. We smash through the Wednesday wall. Oh, it's dead good. Every single Wednesday between 10 and 2. Hello, my name is Pete Edgerton, fast becoming known as Podcast Pete, because I pop up quite regularly on these podcasts, which I really appreciate you listening to, whether it be from your normal favourite podcast place or the website yourharrogate.co.uk. Listen to the radio on there. You can download the free app. You can get your smart speakers, players, and you can take us with you in the car via DAB radio. Have you managed to tickle your taste buds yet with Visit Harrogate's Restaurant Week? That's good. You can hear more on the two previous episodes of the Your Harrogate podcast. And right now we are treading the boards with Harrogate Phoenix players. They are combining Shakespeare and Elvis. No, really. To find out more... I've been speaking to their chair. Great guy, Mark Souden. Mark, lovely to meet you. Thank you for taking the time out to come in and chat to us at your Harrogate for the purpose of this podcast. Before we get onto the show, all shook up, just tell me a little bit about your background with Harrogate Phoenix players and the group themselves. Okay, thank you. It's lovely to meet you as well. Um, so uh, Harrogate Phoenix players is a long-established producer of musical theatre uh, within the Harrogate area. Uh, we're a registered charity, um, and we have a reputation for um, doing slightly different things. Um, so we've done the North Yorkshire premiere of shows like The Adams Family, which was very successful last year, uh, Titanic, Made in Dagenham, um, shows which we think... Uh, A, the audience will enjoy, because that's the most important thing, and will stretch um, and make full use of the talents of all the members that we have, who are variously experienced actors, singers, um, and dancers. So we look for something that enables uh, us to give the best experience uh, for our audiences. And where does your passion come from to kind of get involved in the first place? I've been involved in amateur theatre on and off for about 45 years now. I'm originally from Leeds, so I was a member of the William Sheffield Society. Um, we played shows at the Civic Theatre. Um, and I'd been with Sheffield for a couple of years, and I was approached by uh, a chap that I knew who wanted to produce this particular play. A really funny comedy about the seven labours of Hercules. And I said, right, OK, fine. And it was all about him doing battle with the famous warlike Amazon queens. And I said, OK, that's fine. I'd like to do that. That sounds interesting. I've read the script. But who's going to play this Amazon queen? And he introduced me to this lady uh, who was going to play one of the two Amazon queens. And she and I hated each other on sight. Oh, no. And could barely stand to be in the same room as each other. So we started rehearsing, and there was a bit towards the end where there was quite a passionate embrace and kissing scene, and I knew both of us were thinking, <laughs> oh, no, this is going to be awful. Um, so clearly this relationship was not going to last. Um, she and I have now been married for 42 years. Wow. We have two grown-up children and uh, two grandchildren, and uh, somehow from those completely inauspicious beginnings... We've built a life together. That's brilliant. What a story. Um, I have to be entirely honest and say that Carol, my wife, is uh, uh, somewhat irritatingly a far better actor, 
singer and dancer than I am. So I'm constantly in her shadow, but as long as nobody else knows that, and this is just between the two of us. Every Monday, Wednesday and Friday, this is the Your Harrogate Podcast. What are the main challenges that face you post-COVID times on a regular basis, would you say? COVID obviously was a a big problem for us um, because theatres were dark. uh, We couldn't meet uh, we couldn't all get together. And a large part of what we do is a social, it's a community, uh, it's engagement with people of all ages, all different backgrounds, um, and physically we couldn't get together. Um, so keeping people together was a challenge to start with. In terms of actually producing a show, and it takes getting on for 12 months from the initial idea, let's do this show, to bringing it to the stage at Harrogate Theatre takes an awful lot of planning and the biggest challenge first of all is what shows are available that we think our Harrogate audiences will enjoy we can all think of oh I'd like to be in this show I think we'd like to do that I've got a particular desire to do Chicago at some point and if it ever becomes available for licensing to amateurs then maybe we'll have a go at it And because the professional theatres were dark for so long, what's happened now theatres are open again is that there are so many shows that previously were available to amateurs, but the professional companies are doing West End runs, they're doing uh, provincial tours, so those shows are not licensed for amateurs. So is there, is it, sorry to interrupt, but is there a, a certain website where you, you have to go to kind of find what's available to you or? Yes, there are, there are three main uh, license holders and they act as agents uh, for the copyright holders. There are a couple of smaller ones, but there are three in the main and we have good relationships with them and they will feature on their websites and they will let us know what shows are coming up available to be licensed for amateurs because the number one thing is if we don't have an authorized license to perform then we can't put that show on so that's first consideration the second one is do we think this show will appeal to people from the harrogate nesra and surrounding areas and then the third piece is do we think that our members can do justice to this Because, yes, we need all our members to enjoy what they're doing. As I've already said, it's a social, it's a community activity. But we have a big responsibility to our audiences. They are paying hard-earned money, especially at the moment, cost of living crisis and all those problems. And they are entitled to see the very, very best musical production that we're capable of giving them. So we work very, very hard. We do have a lot of very talented members. Some uh, of the, let's say, more mature members are actually ex-professionals. And at the other end of the spectrum, some of our younger members, particularly those in their uh, mid to late teens, will go on to drama schools and they will build a career in the performing arts. And our leading lady from Made in Dagenham, which was five years ago, Kitty Watson, is currently in a film playing opposite Kate Blanchett. That's brilliant. In the film Tar. Yeah. So that's the level of talent that we have within our group. 
it's a great place to start, isn't it? To build that confidence, to get that experience, because as you've just alluded to, no disrespect to the people who do put on shows in, say, a village hall or a, a, a scout hut. We used to do a gang show as kids, you know, with cubs and brownies and all the rest of it. But when you're on a professional theatre stage, there is a pressure there. Yes, you want to enjoy it, but at the same time, you've got to do your best for that audience who are paying the hard-earned money to see the show. You're absolutely right, yeah. And you're also right to say that the majority of amateur theatre, certainly in the UK, and it's probably in many other countries as well, does take place in village halls and community centres. And we have to keep reminding ourselves to work in a beautiful theatre like Harrogate that has a professional stage crew with all the support they give, but all the expectations they have of us actually working professionally and delivering the right sort of performance. It is a big responsibility. If you can get over that and then realise that coming out on stage with a professional orchestra supporting you, with all the sound effects, lighting and technical facilities that Harrogate Theatre has to offer, that creates, as an actor on stage, as a performer, the most magical experience before you even open your mouth to say your first line or sing your first song or you move your feet for your first dance move. And if you can recognise what a fabulous experience it is, then already you're halfway to enjoying it. But even more importantly, the audience recognize that audiences are very clever they know when somebody on stage is working hard giving of their best to give them a fantastic theatrical experience so you can't fool an audience so if you are putting yourself a hundred percent into your performance the audience are going to enjoy it now this show all shook up it sounds a lot of fun i've not seen it myself i've read bits about it quite an interesting mix bringing elvis and shakespeare together and am i right in saying that it was it was a big success on broadway it was extremely successful on broadway it won a number of uh, tonys which are the main broadway awards and they're quite jealously fought over it's been extremely successful It hasn't been available to amateur societies for very long, uh, so we're really pleased to have a licence to perform. I think of it as the king meets the bard. So in certain respects, you could describe it as a jukebox musical, but I think that's doing it a bit of a disservice uh, because the story is a little bit loosely, admittedly, but based on Shakespeare's Twelfth Night. So there's a very clear storyline, there's a narrative as the show progresses, it's not just a lot of musical numbers. And the classic Elvis songs that everybody will know, such as All Shook Up, Jailhouse Rock, Blue Suede Shoes, they fit superbly into the story. It isn't like, well, we've got a song, how do we build a story around it? They just work together perfectly. The core of the story is set in a fairly dull, miserable 1950s Midwest American town. 
the town mayor, for various reasons that we find out a little bit later in the show, is dull. She has banned music. Oh, boo hiss. She's banned laughter. She's banned dancing. So it's not a particularly great place to be. And the youngsters in the town are thinking, oh, let me get away from this place. It's awful. I want fun and I want laughter and I want enjoyment and I want to live. Oh, but we can't. Into this town rides Chad, our leading man. He's a hip-swivelling, motorcycle-riding, guitar-playing rocker. He's actually just served a few weeks in the county jail in a neighbouring state. And that's actually where we start, predictably with Jailhouse Rock. And he comes into the town, meets uh, the mechanic at the local garage because his motorcycle is, is playing up and clearly is intending to get his motorcycle fixed and get out of this dreadful place just as soon as possible. And for various reasons that we find out fairly quickly, he just gets attracted to stay. He gets attracted to one individual. And then he teaches them through the power of rock and roll and just general exuberance for life, that there's a better way, a more enjoyable way, a more fun way. And he eventually convinces the town mayor and there's an awful lot of Little bits of complexity in the plot line and there's a bit of boy meets girl and boy loses girl and all of that is eventually made clear and I'm not going to tell you obviously how it's made clear um, but throughout the show it's lively, it's fast paced, it's extremely funny. We've got a 10 piece rock band who are on stage instead of being in the... Uh, orchestra pit which is where they would usually be so that all adds to this lively booming atmosphere on stage and the audience are guaranteed to be if you'll forgive the expression they'll be tapping their blue suede shoes they'll be singing along they'll be laughing they'll be dancing in the aisles and generally having our wonderful evenings entertainment this is the your harrogate podcast out of the productions that you've been involved in so far, I know we're not there to the date of actually putting it on just yet. 23rd until the 25th of March, if you are interested. Where does it rank with regards to your favourites? That's an interesting question because while you're running any particular show, generally that's your current favourite. And I'm enjoying watching Angela Edwards, who is our director and choreographer, very, very experienced, extremely talented director and choreographer, uh, 25 years' experience in musical theatre. I'm watching her bringing all the cast together. Every rehearsal, they get better, it gets faster. The musical director, Oliver Longstaff, who's been with us for 15 years now, and he is chorus master and rehearsal pianist, and he is leading the band on stage so uh, Oliver and Angela together start with a disparate group of people who don't know their lines and they don't know the songs and they don't know the dances. And then as it comes together, and I can really see now that this is going to be a show we'll be extremely proud of 
and we're going to thoroughly enjoy presenting it to our audiences. I know audiences are going to like it. And there will be the usual, <sighs> when our last night finishes. And then for a period of time, it'll be, do you know, All Shook Up is the best show we've ever done. And in a year's time, whatever we do next year, everyone will have great, fond memories of All Shook Up. But we'll, whatever we're going to do next, and we genuinely don't know. If we did know, I'd probably tell you. But maybe the next one will turn out to be the favourite. So it's difficult to say yeah. which was... No, better. I get that. I do get that. And we mustn't forget as well, what is very much worth mentioning, the charitable aspect as well, a charity that you've supported uh, for a good few years now, Martin House Hospice. Yes, um, we are, as Phoenix a registered charity. One of our objects is to, uh, uh, to raise funds um, for uh, local deserving causes. Martin House Hospice, uh, I'm sure most people listening to this will know full well what Martin House do. But I think maybe they will just be cognizant that this is a hospice for terminally ill children in the later stages of their life. I think maybe what people don't know quite so well is the bereaved families have lifelong support from the counsellors and the therapists and all the people associated with Martin House. So it isn't just looking after children in their final days, but for the rest of the bereaved family's lives, they get support. And I went to a, a Martin House event last year and met some incredibly courageous mums, dads, brothers, sisters who had lost a, a son, a daughter, a sibling. In some cases, a number of years ago. And the support, the value of the support they get from this lifelong commitment is incalculable. And it's impossible to meet with people like that, to hear their stories, which are obviously steeped in tragedy, and not to be bowled over by the support that they're getting and not to want to say, I want to be part of this. I want to be part of supporting this to the very best of my ability in this, in Phoenix case, our ability. It is an incredibly worthwhile cause to understand the wider service and support that Martin House give. It's not a duty for us. It's a privilege to be part of uh, supporting an immensely valuable cause for the whole of the Yorkshire region. So we're really proud to be part of the Martin House fundraising group. Nicely said, very much so. So 23rd until the 25th of March, all shook up at Harrogate Theatre. We've got some half-price tickets. Well, at the time of recording this, there is still just a few available on the voucher section of yourharrogate.co.uk. We're also going to be running a competition as well, so look out for that. Uh, but if people can't be bothered with clicking there and clicking here... Where's the best place to get your tickets, Mark? Uh, they can get their tickets in two ways. They can go onto the Harrogate Theatre website, which is harrogatetheatre.co.uk, or they can call the box office on 01423 502 116 and talk to the lovely people in the box office. But uh, maybe they want to do that today 
rather than leave it to tomorrow because, uh, as you've already said, there's a huge amount of interest uh, in this show and uh, it is going to be very successful. So I would urge people to get their tickets as soon as possible.